DJ and PK brought to you in part by Christian Roberts Mortgage. If you're going to work with an expert for your next home loan, you need to connect with the most re- referred lender in Utah. Christian Roberts Mortgage. Christian Roberts Mortgage specializing in jumbo loans. Well, PK, the Jazz have done it. After losing the opening game and giving everybody a scare, they have won three in a row. Doesn't it feel silly now for all that worrying a week ago? It do. Jeff says no one was worried that the Jazz would lose to the Grizzlies. Ooh, I don't know about that one. However, the playoffs are a war of attrition, and every tough game against an eighth seed takes a little out of you. You want them to win quickly and easily. Yeah, but then for the two seed, three seed, four seed, it's all all of a wash. Yes. But you got to worry about something because you're a Jazz fan and you're tense. See, I know I think that people are uh, brushing over. You go back last week and there was this controversy: Mitchell's doctors versus the Jazz doctors. Yep. And uh, what were we doing? How was he laying the seeds for him to leave because <laughs> he couldn't get along? And there were issues behind the scenes and blah 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 blah. And you know what he winning does? Play fixes everything. And they wouldn't let him play. So how much was he? going to hold it. Hayward held it against them that he had to go around when he was a restricted free agent, and when it came time when he was an unrestricted free agent. It's payback, you know what? Donovan isn't Gordon, and there's about a million things in their personalities that are clearly obvious on television that should remind us all of that constantly. Yeah, but still, that's what people were talking about and Fact. wondering. Totally agree. Totally agree. Heard it all. So you speak the truth. All that stuff was going on this very time frame last week. All right, and I appreciate it, Mitchell. He didn't really uh, deny it. He came out and spoke. He was very upfront. He wanted to play, and and, and so okay, they had disagreements, and uh, I, I love the way he handled it. Right? Try not to just duck the issue or take offense at the questions. That always drives me nuts from a media perspective. There's obvious questions that need to be asked, and guys are just, when I say guys, I don't mean gender. I just mean media folks. People. They got to do their jobs and ask the questions. So, and he didn't take any offense to it and just deal with it. That's the way to handle it. Go back and that little mini controversy, if you want to see how to handle it and be upfront about it. I thought Mitchell handled it very, very well. And so there was all that there, and plus you didn't know how it was going to turn out. You know, if they had lost game two, we, we sat here and talked about it. If, if they come out and win game two, and then they go on and win the series in five or six, it's a footnote. It's probably the only reason we remember the series. If they lose game two, and they go on and lose the series, or get extended to seven or gas in the next series, it becomes a big deal. Well, they are well on their way to making this a footnote. Agreed. Right now, yeah. It's 3-1. They've scored at least 120 points in all three games with him in the lineup. He's looked really good. He could probably look better. I wouldn't say it's his best basketball, but he's looked really good. And so for people to say he's still getting back in the flow and he can do even better, he probably can. Well, he acknowledged that. I think he can. Yeah. Well, tomorrow night, his first free throw, I am going to scream my lungs out by screaming MVP. (laughs) <laughs> you are not. I am too. First off, I don't think you're going to the game. And second, if I'm wrong and you are going to the game, My friend you're just going to kind of sit there and watch. No, I'm going to scream no. MVP. No, I don't think you are. They're undefeated with him. <laughs> That's true. They are. Three and zero. Three and zero, oh, baby. Yeah. Right now it's him and Antetokounmpo. They're the only two stars who can say that. 
Jess is a little worried. We haven't blown them out. So they're a scrappy team. I'm not surprised the Grizzlies beat the Warriors. Hopefully we'll close them out and get a couple extra days rest before playing the Clippers or the Mavs. Clippers. I don't know what's going on with them. We can get into that in another segment. <laughs> they're a weird team to watch. But it does feel like whatever's going on, they got it going now. I think but so did the Jazz. I thought they were going to play the Clippers all along. And I wavered at 0-2, although I did say Friday I felt like the Clippers were in a good spot. And so, yeah, that's... And you're going to have to play somebody. And the next opponent is the next opponent. It's as simple as that. There's no sense worrying this or that because it's going to be there either way. I think it's important for them to continue to play well and take care of it. Because I don't care if every game is a last-second shot. If you get out of the first round 4-1, you did exactly what you're supposed to do. And how how many teams are you getting out of the first round 4-1? In the West. In the West, zero. Right. Only the Jazz. They're the only ones who can do it. Outside of them, yeah. Uh, In the East, well, we expected that because we thought there was a top-heavy East and the teams at the bottom weren't nearly as good. Whereas in the West, the teams at the bottom are much better than their counterparts in the bottom and the East. So we expected some intense competition and that's what we've got and and to me I really think that it's like you look good on your wedding day you're supposed to look good on your wedding day but what's it going to be day after day day after day <laughs> day yeah, after day yeah. and so if you come in and just shoot the lights out and you blow this team out I think that gives you a false sense of confidence I like the fact that you had to dig a little deep and find ways to win in Memphis, in the Memphis, you know, smaller town, they're, I'm sure they're excited about their Grizzlies and all that stuff. And they had the one nothing lead coming home with the split. You got home court and all that stuff. And so you have a level of excitement. So go ahead and go into those environments and be tested even more and have to find ways to win where not everything is coming easy. There's several teams. If, if, if the, the Clippers, Lakers, Suns. I'll probably put Blazers and, and Nuggets in there, too. If most of their guys, their hardcore rotation guys, if they're all playing at a high level, they're going to win because they're good and they got enough good players. But it's about winning in different ways when not everything is just falling. All sorts of shots, no matter who's shooting, like it's going two. in. Like game two. There was all the emotion after losing game one, and in game two the Jazz shot. 49% from three and 54% from the floor, and they scored 141 points. Well, it's awesome when it happens, but who's going to get a steady diet? What team averages 141 points a game? Loyola Marymount in 1990. Thank you, Jeff Fryer. Covered some of that team. I'd go to practice. My eyes would be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Watching those guys run up and down. Run the floor. and run and run some more. <laughs> yeah. Sit up. They'd let you sit up top. Yep. And uh, Gersten Pavilion, two little levels, so you, the media could sit up top and watch practice. And so, man, they were, they was a, that was the ultimate track meet. But I get your point. Yeah. So I like the fact that they had to have somewhat of a battle and it didn't come easy. That I mean, To me, that sharpens your focus. And it's not like it came down to last shots either. No, it came down to the last four minutes, and they dominated and those four play. minutes. That, to me, that's great news. I would rather have that. You can't win a championship without being great in the final four minutes. 
You can't win 16 games by 20 points, and you want to do that. You want to jump on them early, bury them in the third quarter, and you want to do that as often as you can. But you can't do it 16 times. You're going to have to grind in the final Not four out of the minutes. West. Yeah. No. Because they got great players. The eighth seed literally has great players. I think it's great for the league to have that. Guys like me, that's what we want. And don't have a particular allegiance to any individual team. You want to have great competition. That's what it's about as a from a fan consumer standpoint. I don't care what it is. If I got that, I'm in. You name the sport. If I got great competition, I'm in. It literally doesn't matter the sport. I can watch if they have that these types of games. And these games have been fun to watch. And I love big plays. I love when Conley came in and hits two big threes, man. Cold-blooded. Isn't that what we want? And we got a guy here who can do that and do that at a high level. And Mitchell's already proven. Mitchell's a player, man. He's a big-time player. I believe you can win a title with Mitchell being your leading scorer. Please be right. I think you can. Please, please be right. I really believe he's the ultimate gamer. He's getting calls now. He's getting the superstar treatment. He should. When he drives down the left side and tries to cut back. Yeah. And, and on the replay, you could see that um, the defender, it was Grayson Allen. Uh, Grayson Allen, his foot just barely clipped Donovan's foot. And Donovan was a little off balance trying to cut back inside as you know, all his momentum was going one way. So it was, by the letter of the law, absolutely a foul. And it's absolutely the kind of foul that Royce O'Neal wouldn't have gotten. <laughs> the same thing happens to George Niang and Royce O'Neal. They're not getting that call. Well, he wouldn't be able to make the play, probably. Those guys wouldn't have been able to make the play to put themselves in that position, whereas he can. And, yeah, to me, he's that type of player. I wonder if people really, really believe that, because I do. Each time I see him, I'm getting less and less surprised by what he's able to do. And I think he's good enough to take you where you want to go combined, maybe not individually on his own, but in the makeup of this team, the composition of this roster and the guys who play, I think they can win a title with him being your leading scorer. Now he needs help because everybody does, and maybe he needs a little more help, obviously, than a LeBron or a Jordan or whomever. Fine. But I still think that he can do it, especially with LeBron being 36 and Davis being fragile. LeBron at 26? Eh, maybe a different story. But at 36, coming off an injury himself, and Davis being fragile? Yes. Not convinced the Jazz are going to see the Lakers that we're even going to be seeing that matchup. Doesn't look or like Or that right your, your worry about some team mailing in and regular season and being the seventh seed and then just going, the going to win the tonight? title. Who plays tonight? Yeah, it's the Suns and Lakers. Oh, tonight. I'm going to be all over that. I'm going to yeah. get. I got Suns gear somewhere. <laughs> somebody, I'm sure. Decked my out, sister or somebody. Decked out head to toe. Yeah. See if you can make your wife laugh. See if you can make your wife laugh. She's a native, so she. That's, I know, but she knows how you are, and you're like the last guy who wears a uniform of some player to sit and watch a game. Well, I wouldn't be above that. If I, I've got some jerseys at home. I got an old Kerr jersey. I've got a Derek Jeter All-Star one. All about his gifts. <laughs> I bought them. Really? You bought those. That surprises me. 
I it's bought really the, not how you are. I bought the Derek Jeter jersey. Probably more understandable. I went, uh, it, they had the All-Star game at Anaheim. And so we're down there for media day for Pac-12. So that's what, about two, three weeks later. And I go in the gift shop there, the main gift shop, and they had it like 50% off. So I bought it. And it's American League, okay, Jeter, number two. At first, I'm like, when did the Pac-12 media day line up with the All-Star game? But that's the point. The All-Star game had been a couple weeks earlier. Yeah. Now they're discounting everything. Yeah. Got to move. Let's get this thing out of here. Yeah. I, I bought it. I wear it sometimes. And I bought an O'Curr jersey downstairs. We used to come in the building. It's not even there anymore. You used to walk down the stairs, mm-hmm. and they had that yep. uh, the souvenir shop off yeah, to the right. Yeah, that's one of the things they totally redid. But yeah. yeah, they had a store in there. Yeah, so I went in there, and it was reduced. I bought it. I'd go- I'd been around O'Curr a little bit. Um, we did the Mexico thing, golfed with him. Good dude. So I bought it. Yeah, I'm not above buying that stuff. But see, I, to me, I can get away with it. Because I don't have a favorite team. They're all the same to me. So it's not like, oh, well, I'm showing my big allegiance over here. I know. Or over there. And that's why no. I think that most of the jerseys you have, you have because someone bought them for you. Because you're not that into it. But you're, you're probably really hard to shop for if they're not getting your golf stuff. Well, you get, I can wear, you know, some <laughs> tight shirts and uh, stuff. Okay, that's See Gobert showing up for the post game with just a towel <laughs> draped around his shoulders. They played that on the TNT post game, and the guys had a good laugh at his expense. They had a collection of goofy things that people wear. Well, at least what they consider goofy. Other people probably think they look great or whatever, but yeah. I did not see that. Yeah, they were laughing at that. They were commenting on Mike Conley's shirt, and then uh, I think it was Jackson showed up in shorts for the post game, and you see it when he walks in to sit down. Phil at the Jackson? Table. No. Jaron Jackson. Oh. <laughs> so that was that was the guy that they had. They called it the fashion show. Yeah. Yeah. They were going crazy over all that stuff. But that goes back to your point that it's all entertainment. Yeah, we're done breaking down games. It's entertainment now. Let's laugh at clothing. Ready and go. Sure. They gave, whenever Barkley makes one of his picks, which is so often wrong, they've given him a button now and the whole set lights up and balloons drop from the, because it's entertainment. I mean, it's basically like one step removed from the circus. I did not watch that. I, I watch our guys. I watched the local. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, DJ and PK. Uh, now, we've talked a lot about the Jazz, but there are interesting things going on in other playoff series. And other playoff series that are going to impact the Jazz as the Jazz get ready to advance, assuming that they do, which I think at this point we all do. Uh, we will get to that next and how these uh, headlines from around the league can impact the Jazz. We'll do that next. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Zero Res. When you get the carpets and tile clean, it's never clean. It's Zero Res clean. Don't have it any other way. It's just $33 per room clean. You deserve the best. You deserve zero res. Schedule a zero res today. Call them at 801-288-9376 or schedule online by searching for zero res carpet cleaning. 
All right, PK, there are a lot of storylines around the league, and as the playoffs narrow here, as eight teams get sent home and eight advance, they will uh, impact the Jazz, and people will be looking ahead. And right now in the West, just stay healthy. There are so many injuries. The Lakers-Suns series started out being all about LeBron's ankle, then it was all about Chris Paul's shoulder. Now it's all about Anthony Davis and his groin injury. DeAndre Ayton's heart, buddy. Mm-hmm. That too. But... <laughs> The three biggest stars in this series have all had serious injuries. Ooh, you think Booker is less of a star than Chris Paul? Yeah, just because he's younger and he hasn't done it in the playoffs and that, so Chris Paul's a bigger celebrity. I get where you're going, where you're going as far as, you know, Booker, the quality of his play and his ability to score. and But they need Paul. And how about that guy last week who called up and said, PK, your sons are going down. Ha <laughs> ha! We'll see about that, buddy. They're your sons. They're your Lakers. You can claim everybody. You've moved all over the place, Jason, your career. <laughs> my sons. My sons, my Lakers, my Jazz. I'm going to the NBA Finals. I don't know which horse I'm riding, but I'm going. My sons to the top, man. You can claim the Clippers, too. I'm going to have a civil war. If it's uh, Suns Jazz. The Blazers or Nuggets go, you're in trouble. Oh, I hate the Blazers. Why do you hate the Blazers? Because they're over there by the University of Oregon. Mm. Okay, the Nike connection. I got it now. <laughs> My bad. That was me. I wasn't perceptive enough. Yeah. Enos, Obviously. Enos ripped us. So, uh, I hate for, Enos. For people who are just... Yeah, you're not alone. For people who are just joining the show, your Lakers source... Which is incredibly fluky and incredibly fabulous at the same time. Anthony Davis. For everybody who saw him go down and grab immediately, and for everybody who saw him limping in the tunnel, who thought, he's day-to-day? That looks way more serious than day-to-day. Is day-to-day a little optimistic, TK? Well, this was two days ago, and things change. But at that time, uh, the word that I was getting, and the word I got... uh, for Davis was that it would be hard for him to come back in this series. And this is the same person who told me when he got injured before the All-Star break, oh, he's he's out for a good long while. And he was out for a good long while. Yeah, yeah. And so he's accurate on that. And this is the same guy who told me months, months before LeBron's coming, they're getting LeBron. Mm-hmm. And that was probably eight months before that they felt like LeBron wanted to come. He was playing out the string there, and he was going to sign. And he, the guy that I know has really good uh, contacts within the within the Laker organization. So we'll see. And obviously that impacts the Lakers' ability to win the series big, big time because LeBron's still a player. It's still fun to watch, from at least from my perspective. But he he didn't have enough. Nor do I think he's 100%, and he doesn't have enough around him. Well, Even if he was 100%. He doesn't have enough. Yeah. Well, I still don't think, he doesn't look to me like he's cutting and exploding. Because he's 36 like, years old. Straight line. Coming back from an injury. Right. Straight line, he still got it, and he still looks like LeBron. And, you know, if he had another month to get healthy, maybe he would get that back, and he'd, you know, look 36, but he'd look like he's 32. I don't think there's any 36-year-old in the history of the NBA who looked as good as he did earlier. I think it's physically impossible. And he's beating Father Time for sure. Because he still plays at a very, very high, high yeah. level. But so, I don't think he's as good and the team isn't as good. Chris Paul did have 18 points and 9 assists and look a little more Chris Polish. Oh, totally. Yeah. Still hasn't taken a 3, though. Yeah. Oh, he can't. 
He can't. He can't hoist it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an injury issue there. There's no that doubt about that. Yeah. So, so now, how long is it messed up for? Because, <sighs> I know, right? And, and does he fall on it again? Hopefully Or not. does he From get hit again? I, well, he has to do whatever he has to do to, to guard against that. Uh, the good thing about the Suns, their offense isn't clicking the way it has, and probably because he's hurt. Uh, but they won a ball game in which nobody scored more than 18 points. That's unheard of. <laughs> it really is. You need a 20-point yeah. score. Right. And so they still have Aiden and Booker that are capable. But Crowder hit some threes. And he had been, the thing about him, man, he is the ultimate streak shooter, I think. Uh, and they need him to knock down some shots. And he did uh, just enough to where they are able to win that ball game. And they needed that desperately. 3-1, they would have been in the world to hurt themselves, with or without Davis. Uh, but they got that job done. He hit some shots. Now, for them, I think it's important. They've got to go up 3-2. I don't know that they can win a second game. That's the great thing. Home court, it's it's a kind of an intricate thing because if you lose a game, the other team has it, but then you only need to win once over there. Expecting you to win twice over there might be a little bit difficult. And you got what you needed. You got that split. So now you got to make sure that you take care of your business in games five and seven if it comes to that. I think the, speaking to my guy, he felt that they felt that the Lakers felt confident they could push it to seven. Yeah, I could see that. And, and then, then do they have AD Davis, back at yes. that point? That's what they were shooting for. In a way, looking at a way to handicap the series in which they can win the series is get it to seven, even though it's in Phoenix, obviously. But Probably they felt losing like they, they Phoenix, win. win in L.A., but whatever it takes, get it to seven. Yeah, but the game seven is in Phoenix. Is what it I'm is, saying. yes. And so they felt like that their chance of winning the series, speaking to the guy that I was speaking to, was winning in seven with Anthony Davis back to maybe not a full capacity, but to enough to it, allow them to win that ball game. If I'm the Blazers or Nuggets, though, I'm seeing a path to the conference final. Now, obviously, one of those teams is going to get knocked out, and the Nuggets just played a horrific game in Game Four and didn't compete, and their coach went off on them. But whoever wins that—that's Michael Malone, not Mike Malone. Thank you. Whoever wins that series, you're disrespecting is, the Suns again. Is, is thinking, well, Chris Paul's not healthy. Right along the lines, yeah, but he's going to get healthier unless he falls on it in or gets hit again. Oh, yeah, unless he gets hit by an old lady runs him over in the street. I mean, come on. It's that is not the same thing, and you know it. You're totally dismissing this. You know he's got a history of getting injured in the playoffs, and now he's definitely injured, and it's an injury that would be easy to tweak again. Okay, but it doesn't mean it's going to have that. I, I it's totally going agree. To happen. I totally agree, and I still think that the Suns will be favored. Assuming the health stuff doesn't change again. You're disrespecting my sons. That's I what just you're doing. Said, I just no. said I expect them to be favored. That's disrespecting? Yes, Man, because you, you a gave a chip on your shoulder than jazz fans do. And jazz fans like to think well, they have the biggest chip. if you walked a foot, not a mile, a, a foot, foot in my shoes, you know darn well why I got a chip. Yeah. Because you just disrespected my sons. By saying they should be favored. I've been a Suns fan since like 1962. No, you haven't. Since 1962. There were no Phoenix Suns in 1962. We're up in the sky. Dick Van Arsdale, original son. <laughs> Come on. 
What now they're an expansion team. Was it 68? Somewhere in there. Before I moved, way yeah. before I moved there. Right. So, uh, somewhere in there. But yeah, but you, but you also said that you would, you, to quote you, if I'm the Nuggets or the Blazers, I see a path to the conference final. Right. So at best, that was a lukewarm endorsement. Let's of go break that down. Suns are favored. If, if I'm the Nuggets or the Blazers, I see, I a, see path a path to the conference final. Not a favorite. A path. a path, yes. Whereas, but you're not seeing a because path when the, when the Lakers, when the Lakers and Suns are healthy, yes, I am. They're favored. When the Lakers and Suns are healthy, they are overwhelming favorites against the Nuggets or the Blazers. And partly because the Nuggets have their own injury, obviously, with Jamal Murray. They'd be the overwhelming favorites. What are you disrespecting Damian Lillard for? Oh, stop. All right. So other injuries. Everyone's being disrespected. Everybody. Nobody believes in us. Well, this is the West. I think there's more toss-ups than you're No, I I agree. I think the the West is full of toss-ups. And the oh, injuries you just make them, all your bases. Well, then, the injuries buddy. make no the, the Jazz Grizzlies. <laughs> the Jazz Grizzlies is not the toss up. Yes, all right. But I'm talking about the Nuggets and the La- right. and the. Uh, You're literally Blazers. quoting me from last week. Inaccurately, no, accurately. The West well, yeah. is full of well, toss ups. It's toss ups. I could see a path, but the Suns are favored. Which base didn't you cover? You're coming up with the bases loaded, the and Suns- not only the infield is in, they moved all the outfield in too. Well, all you got, got to no do is power, check swing to medium center right field, and you win the game. There's no way you lose. They have a path to the finals. The other team's favored, but it's a toss up. You just covered everything. Good for me. It's <laughs> not exactly bold here. How can you possibly predict anything with all the stars who are playing hurt They're in this predictions. playoff? So you can predict anything. That, okay. That's the very thing. You can predict anything. Because they're just that. They're predictions. And if it's a toss-up, then any possible prediction is conceivable. Which is the great thing about the West right now. Even the Jazz being up 3-1, our Jazz fans are telling us, except for Game 2, and even Game 2 they made a, the Nuggets, or the uh, Grizzlies made a nice run, and then the Jazz poured it on again. Games 2 and 3, with under 5 minutes to go, judging by score, it's literally a toss-up. I never felt like that was a toss-up in Game 4. Did you feel like that was a toss-up? What was the and, score? And, well, it got, go down, it got down to two. The the 13-point lead got down to so two So you can game argue four. that it's a toss-up. And anything could happen, but watching it, You're I still felt like the, the Jazz were going to win. I felt that they were in the driver's seat. Right. I didn't get up and walk away and turn it off like it was a 22-point no, lead. No, but at the same time, yeah. you don't have the uh, long-time scars or lifelong Jazz fandom totally that Yak has. Yak, yep. at 20... At, Two points with four minutes to go. Move, remove yourself from the media and put yourself as a oh, boy, I jazz fan boy growing up. Got real nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, feel, you feel like it's slipping. But as a media guy who watches games for work, didn't you think the Jazz are the better team to the clutchiness PK was talking about last week with Mitchell? Sure. I don't know how they're going to do this, but they're going to okay, do it. And yeah, I didn't I know. That 100%. And I didn't know Conley was going to strip the ball right out of John Morant's hands, go down and stick a three right in their eye. But he did. And I didn't know how it was going to happen, right, but, but I still felt like fan, they're going to win this. 
you are absolutely a little I bit more totally agree. Way more actually. And, and, and I got yes. a t- I got a text right during kind of that run right there from one of my good buddies who is very much in jazz fan mode. He knows that I kind of in the media mode now, but he was freaking out. Yeah, I can buy that. He he felt like it was slipping. He said we're going to be two two coming back to Salt Lake. And that the, yeah. two, the complexion of two two is just dramatically different yeah, than three one. Obviously, absolutely. So. Uh, trying to put myself in my neighbor's fan shoes, I can see where he or she had a sense of nervousness on this. Plus two, you're thinking, oh my gosh, man, we're the number one seed. We're supposed to win. Shaq doesn't believe in us. Nobody believes in us. And I don't want those you-know-whats to be right because I don't want to hear it. And so it's like from their perspective, it's not even almost fun. It's more torture and relief. When they get no, it, done. there's some truth to that. I get, I get it. Yeah, there, there's truth to that. Yeah, I just think the way things have gone in the West now, with so many injuries and teams staggering, the biggest challenge, if you if you take the Jazz out of it and you rank, or or you just you are the Jazz, right? The the people listening, Jazz fans, drop wheeze all the time on this team. If you rank all the threats to the Jazz, who do you think is the biggest threat right now? Clippers. Yep, totally agree. Totally agree. The healthiest team, but how did they? What was going on with that team? Well, that's what scares me even more. So yeah, I know, right? Because they're so. If they're up three one, I don't know that I would be as scared. But watching Paul George play, he's a top five player in this league. If he plays like he did Sunday right. night, but in game three, they're down o two, and you're expecting them to come back. You said, "Don't count them out. This is a weird series, and this is a weird team, and they they got a lot of talent, and they can do this." And it's. 30 to 11. They're getting punched in the face repeatedly. Ballmer looked like he was going to start cutting guys and firing guys. Ballmer paid $2 billion. He's invested a lot of money, a lot of time. And we've all seen the highlights. He invests a lot of energy. Yeah, they want to build a new arena. He, yeah, right. He's thinking he's working on the new arena by the new football stadium at the yeah. old Hollywood Park complex, yeah. real close to the forum. Yeah, yeah. And he just looked like, I'm more into this than you guys. How can you take this? He looked, I just thought he was going to explode over there. You know, now eventually, the the Clippers. I don't know what their deal is, but they got it together, and suddenly they're playing like the Clippers, and they retake the lead and they win the game. Mm-hmm. I said, but where's that been for two and a half games? Well, that's what makes me dangerous, like a pitcher who has no control, yes, but throws hundred miles an hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> a little scared to step in a box and <laughs> yeah. dig in. Yeah, right, right. I don't know where this is going, and so right now, but at the same time. Every one of those teams needs to be fearing the Jazz because oh, yeah. the, the Jazz are healthy. Yeah, they may not be a hundred percent, but they're healthy enough. They're healthy enough to get out of the West. Yes, they, right they look, now today they look healthier than everybody else in the West, with the possible exception of the Clippers. The Clippers. Well, Abaka didn't play. He's not what he was, but yeah. I mean, he's a piece. Yeah. All right, DJ PK, you got a story for us next? Oh, this is the grossest story you're ever going to hear. Sweet! You know you're going <laughs> to stick around for that. There's a part of you going, that's disgusting, PK. And there's another part of you going, eh, I really want to know, though. I really want to know. Both sides of the coin on this yeah, one. I really want to know. All right, PK's going to gross everybody out. Next! The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. I remember one time a good friend of mine and I went to the grocery store and he started throwing things over the aisle to me. And I had to catch it. A can of beans flies over. I caught it. Then he threw a glass container of syrup. <laughs> if I hadn't caught it, uh, it would have been clean up in aisle five. 
That was a long setup for that joke. That wasn't a joke. That was a long setup for If I would have missed it, it would have been <clears throat> cleanup. <laughs> no. Aisle five. No, that, that wasn't even the Then the, the CSI Miami theme starts. Right there. <laughs> if I hadn't caught it, it would have been cleanup in aisle five. Catch the Big Show weekdays from 2 to 7. Presented by Big O' Tires. The team you trust. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ PK brought to you in part by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Check out the bold new lineup at Jerry Seiner Cadillac. It's definitely not your grandpa's Cadillac. All right. You have a story and you're going to gross us all out. And everybody stuck around for it. You'll be grossed out by this. I promise you. (laughs) I absolutely promise you. Let me get a mouthful of water so I have a spit take ready. It involves food. It, it, it was seriously disgusting. Uh, All right, bring it. Gruesome so, details. I'm ready. So we go to St. George for the weekend, right? And uh, we go to the top of Snow Canyon, and we got e-bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you go down, and it's just gorgeous, and many of you have been there, right? Beautiful day yesterday. Uh, so we go in the morning, not too hot. So we go down. And my wife and I, and we're cruising down. We go all the way through. You pay five bucks, and it's a four mile drop. And the guy says a thousand feet elevation drop from the top to the bottom. It I, drops quite a bit. Yeah. If you've been First that. time I'd ever done that. It was awesome. I can't wait to do it again. Um, and so we get down to the bottom. We go through the park because you're going downhill. It doesn't take you that long. And with a thousand feet elevation, obviously, we go through the park. We have some friends who have a home, a second home, uh, probably about two, three miles away. Well, if you're on an e-bike, you, that, that's nothing. That's nothing. Right. So we pop over there unannounced, and we got give our bikes. Them, give them the Norm Chow treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although we had just seen him the day before. Yeah. So I uh, went out to eat with him, played some golf. And uh, so they were going to go for a walk. I said, no, we'll, go, we'll go, go on our bikes, right? So we go drive through. We walk on. We ride our bikes on the cart path and Entrada, and they're redoing the entire course. I've never played it, but I understand it's gorgeous. Uh, and so they're reseeding and blah, blah, blah. And then we start to go, we go back into Snow Canyon, and we've already paid our five bucks, and they let you eight bikes get to go on, and you can stay all, you know, going in and out as long as you want during the single calendar day. So uh, this is probably, uh, I don't know, 10 o'clock or whatever. And the, our friends, uh, we got them off schedule, but they accommodated us and they wanted to go. And so, but they hadn't had breakfast, right? They hadn't had, they just barely had gotten up, I guess, or whatever. And so we start riding, and they have they don't have e-bikes. So we're now inside the park, and it's a little bit of an incline, right? And so uh, they were hungry, and they were a little famished, right? They hadn't had any food since the day before. Sure. I had had pancakes, so my tummy was feeling good. And we stopped to take pictures. We ride up some inclines, and they're having to pedal the whole way. And the gal that we're with... She sees on the path a little Trisket cracker, you know, like a little wafer. Yeah. And it's on the ground. And there's ants crawling on it. Yeah. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Yes. She picks it up and eats it. Yes. Shakes all the ants off. Yes. The- oh, come on. And he says... You're not going to eat that. Oh, I am too. I'm hungry. So she takes a little bite. I can't believe you did that. And now she's like egged on. She ate the whole thing. Well, you know, it's a dare. <laughs> it comes down to a dare, I suppose. <laughs> and it literally was on the cart path. How'd your wife handle this? 
I mean, you're laughing because I know you. <laughs> you you're disgusted, I but think, you're entertained. I think all of us, the three of us, were stunned. <laughs> it had ants, ants. I saw ants on the cracker, on and, and the ground. So, so reasons not to eat the cracker. A, there's ants on it. Yes. B, it's on the ground. For no, who knows how long. C, right in the middle of the path. We don't know the source of the cracker, how many people handled it, played catch with it, threw it around. How long? She figured it wasn't there that long. Why? I the don't know. The ants had time to find it. I don't ants know. on it. <laughs> They're not running at 10, 500 meters. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think as far as any food being consumed that I'd ever seen anything grosser. And she said, well, I'm hungry. I got to think. And I said, well, I could have given you some boogers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said didn't have ants on them. I mean. Have I ever dropped food on the ga- ground, scooped it up, declared the five-second rule, yeah, and eaten it? you dropped it. Exactly. <laughs> Key detail. <laughs> you know I the entire it. circumstance of that particular right. piece of food. Right. No, she came upon it. Yeah, I can't do that. No, no, no. that's not happening. <laughs> and you know me, I'll eat just about anything, but that's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> so then we wrote up about another... Oh, I don't know, half a mile. And there was hill. another Triscuit. No, no. Oh, okay. At that point, uh, they had to go back because uh, we were all driving back and they got to get back for the jazz game and there's going to be traffic. And uh, so we got to, you know, get going. But, and they had bikes and it was, they're just regular bikes. So, and they hadn't eaten. And so then we take off and I got that e bike. The one that I had is a little more powerful. My wife said hers was just a little more work. My thing, man, you just hit the thing. It was like a motorcycle right up, right? And it was no problem. So then uh, we're driving home uh, two, three hours later and we get a picture. She sends us a picture. Blood sugar levels have improved and she's about to bite into a big piece of regular food that it looked like they're at a restaurant. But she was so famished that she ate this Trisket that was covered. Yeah, that I had, can't. That uh, had so. ants on them. I saw the ants. Now, you mean ants to tell me a delicacy that's in some places. not gross? Chocolate-covered ants and no, these chocolate-covered were, they, I've had crickets. a chocolate-covered ant, but there's not yeah. a chance of eating a Trisket that's just covered with it. Oh, man. <laughs> Even thinking about it, man, I want to barf. Uh. <laughs> All right, DJ PK, Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider, coming up to talk jazz and playoffs next.